were sick and oppressed. And so I feel like when God gave me this assignment, I'm going all around the internet. I can believe I could even go all the way around the world teaching and praying and minister uh, the working of miracles for people who are in need. Well, today our subject is healing commands work. Healing commands work. Kind of like what you say, it just works. Well, you're the commander of your body. If you look at it in some of today's um, words and political scenes, you are the commander in chief of your body. You are the commander in chief of your body. And so you're going to learn to talk to your body like you own it. Talk to your body like you own this thing. You own it. Well, first I'm going to read you some Bible verses. And the story is in Matthew uh, chapter 8. Verses 5 through 13. So you can listen and go along with me. Well, when Jesus had entered this town called Capernaum, a satyrian came to him asking for help. That's all God said. You know, he, we can just ask God for anything. Well, this centurion asked, uh, asked, he said, Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Wouldn't it be great that all of our uh, employers <laughs> had that attitude when, when something was wrong and you were sick and they went and sought help to get, get to you? Well, Jesus said to him, because he asked, he said, I'll go and heal him. Just that easy. Just that much love for, for uh, him and for you today. Jesus said, you asked? Sure, I'll go and heal him. But the satyrian replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you to come under my roof, but just say the word. Just say the command. Just say the command. And my servant will be healed. Isn't that awesome? The servant said, the centurion said on behalf of his servant, he said, you don't have to come to my house. Just speak the word. Just speak the command. And I know he will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers. Under me, I tell this one to go, and he goes, and that one to come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. Why? Because he's a commander-in-chief. He understands authority. So the people under him, they just did what he said. So he's thinking about Jesus. Well, this guy, he is a man of authority. He just can give a command. And I know my servant will be healed. So when Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth. I've not found anyone in Israel with such great faith, with such great faith. And the 13th verse said, then Jesus said to the centurion, go. That was a command. <clears throat> it wasn't like if to go, think about going. Consider going, Jesus said, go, you go. That was a command. He said, it will be done just as you believed it would. Just as you believed it would. So you see why I'm saying healing commands work, period. Healing commands work. God bless you, Joanne. Welcome uh, uh, to be sharing this uh, teaching with me today. God bless you. Okay, Jesus said to him, go and I will heal him. That was a command. 
Then he, then when he listened to the centurion explain, what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, what it means to be a commander in chief over an army? Jesus said, that's great faith. He said, you have great faith. And then he said, Jesus but then turned around and said, go, it will be done just as you believed it would. Just as you understand authority, just as you understand uh, using words to command the circumstance, command people, it'll be done for you just as you have believed. You are the commander of your body, your parts, my arm, my leg. They're like, they're like soldiers in an army. Remember the centurion, probably over a hundred, at least a hundred men. So he could tell them what to do. You can tell your foot, your foot hurt. Hey, wait a minute, foot. I command you to be healed. I command this pain to be gone. You are a part of my body. I am the commander in chief over this body. You will be healed. You can give it orders with your words of authority and great faith. And you guess what? Your body must obey. God created you just that way with power and authority. I see life in two truths. There are factual truths and they're based on knowledge and facts. They're just, they're just factual truth. Don't, they could be good or bad. They're just factual. And you know what? Your past, your past is factual truth because it happened. Nobody can't tell you in 1986, this didn't happen. Well, it did. Your past is a factual truth. And there are spiritual truths based on God's word, based on God's word and who he is and his laws and principles. Those are spiritual truths. And most of the time, they're contrary. They're contrary to factual truth. And when you speak, you are using, because words are spirit, God's word is spirit. Your words out of your mouth are spirit. And when you speak, they're higher than the factual truth. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9 explains this very well. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9, where God said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways, so are God's ways higher than your ways. And God's thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You probably have heard the verse and it says, let the weak say, I am strong. Now the factual truth says, I'm sick. I got just came from, I you know, had 10 doctor visits this year. I got another one scheduled next month because my body, my stomach, my heart, my blood vessels, whatever it is, they're hurting, they're sick. That's not a lie. That's factual truth. That is true. You got diagnosed from the doctor. That's factual truth. That's not a lie. But spiritual truth says, instead of saying, I am weak yesterday, I feel weak today, tomorrow my body is still going to be carrying this disease label. God says, let the weak say I am strong because that's a spiritual principle. That's a spiritual truth. That is God's word and usually is contrary to what we are experiencing in the natural factual truth. Here is something I wanted to share with you too. You may have said this yourself, 
or may have heard someone else say words like this. And you don't get too far with this, with this sentence. God, why don't you heal me? God, why don't you heal me? People, God is not responsible for your body. You are. You're the one that feeds it. You're the one that exercises it. You're the one that, that um, seek out um, healing and healthy living habits. You do those things. When you say, God, why don't you heal me? God is saying, I'm not responsible for your body. You are. Listen to turn it around. Hi, Justin. God bless you, Justin, this morning. It's hard to God to answer when you say, why don't you heal me? Because that's not like God. That's not who he is, not to heal you. So sometimes you get silence or you don't hear an answer in your heart and your spirit. Because, you know, God is a healer. He is not one that do not heal, that do not heal. God can only do for you of who he is and he is a healer so when we said God why don't you heal me that's contrary to who God is and sometimes we get silence God is a healer Jesus was a healer he went around healing all who was sick and diseased and oppressed so God some things God can't do only God Jesus didn't heal only when there was a lack of faith and he did not receive honor in his own hometown. So just a very rare occasion do you see in scripture where healing did not take place. Otherwise, when there was faith and people were willing and they were asking him, they were healed. It's better to say it this way. God, what must I do to be healed? You can ask him that. What must I do to be healed? And God is thinking to himself, I bet, now you're talking. What, now, he, she is asking, what must I do to be healed? And then you might hear God saying things like, well, change this, do this, go over here, listen to Reverend Wellington, read this book, change some things, eat an apple a day, keep the doctor away, remember that? It may be some things that we have to do. We may have to exercise. We may have to join a gym. We may have to get a trainer. We may have to drink fruit drinks and vegetable drinks. But whatever it is, you're going to feel inspired in your spirit, in your heart to do such things. And for God will be ministering to you. Sometimes, and we all love, I've been healed overnight in some aches and pains. And some things have been progressive. And I am still being healed today on some things. But I know that I know that I know God is a healer. I've seen him raise me up time and time again. I don't say it too often, but for the past 10 years, I've had chronic pain every single day for the past 10 years. Sometimes I'm a five, sometimes I'm a 10. Out of those 10 years, only five days I would say over the past 10 years, I have been free of no pain. And it's because I was on steroids for that short time. Then I learned long-term steroids wasn't good. 
So I went right back into the healing room. Okay, God, I need this healed. I need that situation healed. I know that I know that I know he is a healer. And that's why when he told me to come on Facebook Live, I don't like I don't like to be seen. I don't I don't like people to look at me on video. People, I don't even like taking pictures. Of all of my family, you're gonna find the least pictures of me on any at any occasion. But when he said it, all of a sudden I had a burning heart for the sick to be healed. People that are struggling in situations in their home, people who are unhappy, depressed, and oppressed. What who I was. And my complaints or my concerns or my feeling, you know, uh, inferior, they all got laid aside because of God and because of the needs that I knew that the people have today. But he is a healer. He is a healer. Well, another thing, too, that's important to know that your brain has stored up facts, stored up facts, stored up truth in it. Because things that happen to you, things that are said even yesterday or the first thing when you got up this morning, your brain has stored up factual truths and they are real. So you have to give your brain some spiritual truths to think. Can I talk to my brain? Yes. Yes. That's in your authority. It's part of your body. <laughs> so people, I just think, one of these days, I'm going to do a lot more study about the brain because it is phenomenal. I watched my, my son, Andre, three and a half months in the hospital with ruptured brain aneurysms. And he was functioning about the age of a two-year-old. And today, Andre is walking, talking, and doing very well. For three and a half months, I was in the hospital with him too. But I seen him and that brain of his move from about the age of a two-year-old uh, and it took a, a, a couple of years to where now I would say he got a healthy brain. It was progressive. It took a lot of therapy. It took a lot of hard work on his part. But I seen that brain, that injured brain, I seen it work and to be healed. Progressive, yes, but that brain was healed. And you know, one thing with the brain, uh, in the word of God, it says that we have the mind of Christ. Hi, Deborah. Welcome uh, today, too. We have the mind of Christ. And Debbie, that's a good word to get on. You have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.16, we have the mind of Christ. So if Christ's mind is not damaged with brain aneurysms, not damaged with strokes, it's not damaged to other kinds of disability, you can say to your brain, be healed, be healed. And you can talk like this to your brain. I kind of wrote down a couple of words. Brain, you're going to think healing through my entire body. Brain, you're going to think. Talking to the brain. The brain thinks. The brain <laughs> reasons. The brain stores up facts, factual facts, factual truth. So you can tell your brain, you're not going to think healing and disease brain you're gonna think healing and that thinking and those words are gonna flow through my entire body because jesus went around healing all that was sick and diseased so you're gonna think healing like jesus did you're gonna think like the healer 
that God is. So brain, you got a you gonna change you're gonna change today. You're gonna let go of all the labels and all of the weaknesses that you've been talking about. You've been sending messages throughout my body. You're gonna start thinking healing. You're gonna start thinking healing. This body is healed from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Healing. You know why? First Peter 2.24 says, by his stripes, by Jesus' stripes, by Jesus' work, his death and resurrection on the cross, I was healed. So I can talk to my body. I can take command of this body. I can tell my brain what to think and what not to think. And you're going to think healing from this moment forward. You see, Jesus had all of you covered. Your, all of your body, your mind, your thoughts, everything that involves you in, in life. And in 3 John verse 2, Jesus got you covered. He says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. Prosperity. You need money today. You're in debt. You, you're afraid this is going to happen. That's going to happen because you don't have enough money. You don't know where it's going to come from. You don't have that need or that bill or obligation going to be paid. God is telling you, above all things, I wish you prosperous. So you can ask for money. Just like that centurion went and he asked Jesus to heal. My, my, my servant is, is, is sick and he is suffering. It's like he asked for healing. You can ask for money. You can ask for grace. You can ask for mercy. All about money in your living situation. And then it says here that, that you may prosper and be in health. All of you, you trouble with any some type of mental illness or diagnosis in your brain where your brain isn't working fully like supposed to. And you got you got clinical depression or generalized, uh, what is it, generalized anxiety disorder. You got bipolar, you got whatever kind of mental disease. You can ask for God to heal your brain in that area too, because he wants your soul, your mind to prosper. He wants your body, your physical body, and all part of you healed and walking in wellness. So I'm going to tell you what my grandpa, my papa used to say. He used to say, put your foot down. And he would be upset about something. And you'd see Pop, he was a very quiet man. But when he spoke, you listened because he was a man of authority, just like this centurion said. Papa knew how to take care of his family of 12 kids and I don't know how many grandkids that he helped to take care of. But Papa, when he was frustrated, he, his patient was running to an end. He said, I put my foot down and that ain't going to happen no more. You're not going to keep on doing it. I put my foot down. So you can put your foot down and command your body to be healed as the commander in chief of your body. It must obey you. It must obey you. The centurion understood commands. When he said, when he was approaching Jesus, he said, I don't need to go to your house. I understand what a commander does because I am a commander. I have troops under me. I have at least a hundred of them up under me. He said, just say the word, Jesus. Just give a command and I know my servant will be healed.
That was great faith. He said, just give the command. And so remember I said, God is not responsible for your body. You are. You can ask God for healing. Whatever he tells you to do, whatever he tells you to say, whatever Bible verse that he, that he tells you to go and you command that Bible verse over your body, he gives you, uh, inspire you with words to say based on his truth. You say it, but it's a command to your body. And as this uh, centurion said, just say the word and my servant will be healed. And it happened. Jesus, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus understood command. And that's why he said, Jesus said, I will heal him. And I will heal, I will go and I will heal him. And then Jesus said from this man's great faith, he said, now you go. It will be done just as you believed it would. Sometimes we have to work on the believing part. But Jesus told him, go and he will be healed just as you have believed. Just as you have believed, it will be done. So if you're stumbling and you're not getting the results that you really need, work and ask yourself, what am I believing? Because the question I told you can ask Jesus, what must I do to be healed? What must I do to be healed? And God will answer you. Um, in praying uh, before